Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm <clears throat> Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I, I I feel obliged to mention at the top of this week's program, sure. just right off the top, that our producer Brian is operating the studio door like a bellows right now. <laughs> He's pumping cool air into the studio. This box, which is typically... We're trying to light the coals that are in the middle of the room. <laughs> We're trying to get this engine started. Yeah. I... Have you ever thought about maybe putting a little coal pit in here and just making it a schwitz? That that actually is not a bad idea. Just a couple hot rocks. And... Yeah, maybe that can be... I mean, you know, we're always... You know, a, a problem that we run into a lot with this show is that, you know, there's no... It's hard to explain. It's like, right. there's, there, you know, we have a hard time with theme, like telling people what the theme of the show is. And if it was just like a fun conversation mid-schwitz, mm-hmm. I mean, do you think that's a little better for branding? I mean, you're a little bit better. You're, I mean, you're immensely better at branding stuff than I am. I mean, Jordan, do you I, think that would sell? I have to say it's entirely possible mm-hmm. that it would sell. I have some mm-hmm. technical concerns sure. regarding just the sheer amount of electronic equipment mm-hmm. that is physically touching our body at any given time right. with current pouring through it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say no to the Schwitz idea, okay. but I'm not going to say no to a what traditional – What if the towels – sorry, I'm, I'm just brainstorming. And uh-huh. you know I'm a little bit of a science nut, so I like these problems. Oh, I know you're a science nut. Everybody knows Jordan yeah. Morris loves science. Yeah, science, craft beers. That's, I love it all. That's why they call you Jordan Morris the science guy. Sure. Uh, I mean maybe if instead of the traditional Schwitz towel, we were wearing a kind of insulation. Hmm. So we're in the Schwitz like a pink, room. Like a pink panther fiberglass? Type? Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, I don't – obviously, if we wanted to be pink panther, we should probably have them ponying up right. as a sponsor. Right, because otherwise be... we're gonna just going to go generic Home Depot. Yeah, <laughs> Home Depot rosé colored insulation. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, just – I mean, obviously, yeah, safety is a concern. But if we were wrapped in insulation the whole time, do you think it would well, be we safer? Well, would, we would definitely want a pretty fair amount of asbestos in here. Mm-hmm. One way or another, we'd want the asbestos because otherwise it's going to be a fire hazard. Oh, yeah. But can I suggest something just – and it does not contradict the possibility of the insulation. Mm-hmm. Of course, we'll introduce our guest in just a moment. Sure. She's sitting patiently. I think rather than going Schwitz, we go – up north, mm-hmm. we do a sauna. Oh, okay. Like a Scandin- a traditional Scandinavian sauna. I guess I don't know a, how that's different. Uh, I believe a Schwitz is a wet heat. Mm-hmm. I mean, just generally Jewier. Right. <laughs> that's generally how it's different. But... And a sauna mm-hmm. is a dry heat. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I may be mistaken. My heat room's knowledge mm-hmm. is limited. Yeah. I believe a sauna to be a dry heat and a schwitz to be a wet heat. Okay. You'd prefer a wetter heat. No, I'd prefer a drier, a drier heat, heat. Okay. for the sake of safety. Sure. Okay. Well, because I like it. Electricity. And then, yeah, I mean, and then, you know, it could be the, you know, the sauna cast or something like that. I mean, maybe even a web series. I mean, the number one kind of web series is a, a bad interview in an, an unusual location. No, that's absolutely the top. <laughs> so. <laughs> the top style of interview. <laughs> what if... It was just someone like a, who wasn't an interviewer did an interview in a weird location. I am thinking right now, money. this not only would this get us cash money, 
<laughs> this could also get us tour money because mm-hmm. we hit the road. Think about it. I mean, it, every town has a sauna. Think of or every Scandinavian town. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. We tour Norway. You know how Todd Barry will go on tour with Jens Lechman? Sure. I think we can go on tour of saunas. You know, we hit Oslo. We hit we hit Malmo. Mm-hmm. We hit Florn, Bjorg, <laughs> Born, Bjorst, Hjorn, everywhere. All the hot spots. Flurb? You know it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and everybody's getting laid in Flurb. <laughs> oh, you know. You know we're getting our dick sweat post show in Flurb. You know they be Let me hear you those hot ladies from Flurb. What? <laughs> oh. Our our guest is a writer for the New Yorker. <laughs> She's a New York Times bestselling author. Her books include <laughs> Her books include The Orchid Thief and most recently Rintin Tin, which is probably the best selling book in American history about a celebrity pet. I should hope so. <laughs> Susan Orlean. Susan, welcome to Jordan Jesse Go. Thank you. I'm speechless. Um I can I I just want to dial back here for one second. Sure. First of all Do you want to say some more funny <laughs> fake Norwegian town names? Well, no, I'm just I wanna go back to the pronunciation of sauna. Okay. That's just traditional Scandinavian pronunciation. All right. Uh, all right. Well, I'm a Midwestern girl mm-hmm. and what do you what do you say? Sauna. Sauna. Yeah. yeah. Lutefisk. I I'm odd. Lutefisk. But I also want to <laughs> say that in terms of safety in mm-hmm. a sauna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how am I doing? You're, that's good. Thank you. You sweat. Right. So there is a liquid issue. I just keep sure. thinking of that. You know how in Spinal Tap so many of their drummers in, die. Uh, yeah, and I always ath- assumed that they were electrocuted and then <laughs> or was that that spontaneous combustion? Yeah, I think spontaneous uh, combustion. Okay. I think All one right. died of vomit choking. Oh yeah. yeah. I forgot. Lots of fun deaths. Yeah. In that movie. Yeah, but I guess it was spontaneous combustion. Yeah, yeah. But um I I do like the idea of the interview in the hot box, but mm-hmm. You know, because it's sort of like sure. a Joe Pine kind of <laughs> <What's>, vibe. <laughs> what I like about it mm-hmm. is that you have a certain amount of traditional interview, mm-hmm. and then you have a certain amount of interview about the visions. Oh, <laughs> that are coming to you because of your <laughs> heat hallucinations. <Yeah. laughs> right. You know, we could talk about projects, you know, what's going on, uh, you know, fun stories from the news, news of the weird. Yeah. And then we can just talk about, you know, what our spirit animal is saying to us. You know, one time my my dad for a while was working on native issues mm-hmm. on a reservation in oh geez, in New Mexico, I think. Mm-hmm. He went in uh one of those hot tents. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what that's called. Mm-hmm. That's by the way, that's my respect for Native American peoples. One of them hot tents. Yeah. Um I apologize that I can't think of what it's called right now. Uh yeah. Sweat Lodge. Sweat, sweat lodge. lodge. He did a sweat lodge. And uh, had some uh, – had a really intense experience. I actually went in there with him. I was like eight. I was in there for like 30 seconds and I was just like, fuck this noise. <laughs> I was out of there. <laughs> out of there. And then I had to sit out there while my dad was in there for another further 40 minutes or whatever having his uh, vision dreams. Isn't that though just like an electrolyte imbalance? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean not to say that that's – 
bad. But yeah, maybe an, a, a, the, but you're just saying that maybe there are sounder visions than the ones that can be eradicated with Powerade. <laughs> you know, before Powerade, Gosh, yeah. <laughs> before Powerade existed, everyone was having electrolyte imbalances. Sure, yeah, everybody visions. was hallucinating. Yeah, uh, no, no, people didn't have electrolytes. Oh, that's right. So yeah. it's like a thing that yeah, that Gatorade they is created int- a market, <laughs> right? They created an essential no... human chemical, <laughs> right? Yeah. But do you see any discussion of electrolytes in the Bible? No, that's true. That's a really good that's point. True. I mean, Susan. but Thanks. I mean, I mean, sorry. I mean, if there's two things I'm crazy <laughs> about, science. Three things: science, craft beer, right, and uh, you know, electrolytes. Well, I was going to say Bible scholarship, <laughs> oh. right. Sure. I mean, there wow. are a lot of things in the Bible that they just didn't, you know, have a word for. But, I mean, we can kind of retroactively correct. I mean, the story of Jonah and the whale was right. originally they called him, you know, he was a fish. Jonah, they just didn't know right. the difference between a whale and a fish. Right. So I think there are certain things, um, you know, that could have been electrolytes. They just didn't have the word for it. Hmm. Um, crucifixion, for instance. <laughs> sure. A lot of people think it was Jesus being nailed to a cross. It was just him. It could be that he sweating was... Sweating out all his essential... Salts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems possible. Mm-hmm. It certainly seems possible. And then, you know, the way it works out, you know, God has a plan for us. 2,000 years later, mm-hmm. the, fo- the, the trainer of the Florida Gators football team... <laughs> Decides to add electrolytes to fruit punch. So he's kind of the Moses of the modern world. Mm -hmm. Came down from the mount with Mm -hmm. the bottles of Gatorade. Sure. Two of them. One red, one that kind of yellowish green. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have a favorite Gatorade, Jordan? Uh, Oh, boy. I mean, yeah. I mean, yellowish green is kind of classic. Is that your preferred? I think so. But, uh, you know, it wouldn't, wouldn't turn down an electric blue. Really? Yeah. You're right on the opposite for me. Susan, what's your preferred sports drink color? You're an athlete. Clear. <laughs> Clear. 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 Yes, vodka. Pure <laughs> <Clear> vodka. <laughs> or a Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. yeah. Whatever's available. Yeah. Whichever. Or mix. Clear. Sure. Oh, that... You know, that might be a nice cocktail. You know, God, if, I, if I'd only crystal. known when I was in college of such a thing. <laughs> if I was wearing sleeve garters and a bow tie right now, mm-hmm. I'd mix you up a vodka and clearly Canadian that just would just blow your ass out. I mean, I, while we're on vodka <laughs> and clearly Canadian, uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of sensing business idea here. Okay. When Once we get our... Vodka sauna? <laughs> yeah, vodka sauna. Get drunk in a sauna and then steal someone's money. That's my Actually, business idea. Actually, it's perfect to drink yeah. vodka in a sauna. Yeah. Very European. Yeah. <laughs> vodka. Yeah, you in, got in it. In a sauna. Sure. Yeah, that's a fun pronunciation. <laughs> um, you know, in addition to once we get our sauna webcast off the ground... What if, I mean, we can kind of capitalize off this artisanal cocktail craze right? by, you know, finding the landfills or warehouses that have your clearly Canadians, your New York seltzers, your Crystal Pepsis, um, New Cokes. And then we have an underground speakeasy style cocktail lounge where we just dump some cheap rum in there. Yeah, sure. Charge them 15 bucks. Maybe we put a sprig of rosemary on it. Yeah, why not? Somebody somebody slaps some oregano. For yeah. some reason, I, I'm suddenly really nauseous. Because <laughs> it's so disgusting. Yeah. I just, I'm thinking classic Coke and vodka. Yeah. I mean, not classic. New, new Coke. New Crystal 
Crystal Coke. Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi. Is that clear? Let's Get your head clear. in the game, Orly. Wow, I'm sorry. I, I must have an electrolyte imbalance. I'm You're usually, talking crazy. I'm usually right on top of things. but Hold on. This snake is talking to me. <laughs> it's just what, the president. The, the um, just that flavor combination is making me feel a little. Well, you know what? I can, can I suggest? Can I suggest a cocktail sure. idea? Mm-hmm. Okay, clearly Canadian. Grey Goose vodka, only top shelf. Oh yeah, gotta have top shelf and muddled whatever. <laughs> sure, <laughs> muddled bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> just grind up some bullshit. Just yeah, yeah just muddled. Yeah, yeah, just muddled whatever. You know, I just learned a new uh, concept today, which is. Pitcher cocktails. Pitcher cocktails? Mm. Pitcher cocktails, meaning cocktails that you can mix in a large pitcher. Oh, I just assumed it was cocktails for pitchers. <laughs> cocktails <laughs> well, for oral Hershiser. <laughs> right. That too. Uh, yeah, like you can prepare if you're going to have a party. Uh-huh. You can mix up some fancy cocktails. You don't have to do each one individually. Sure. So what kind, do... of, what kind of cocktails are we talking about? Just sangria, right? No, like Sazeracs, you can mix mm. in a big pitcher and then pour. Is and is that? Are you following a specific recipe for that, or is that just I'm going to take the ingredients to one and you know this specifically? It? This was in a cooking magazine, mm. and it was you know how to have fun at your own party, and one of it is <laughs> get drunk, <laughs> mix a pitcher of cocktails, drink it, yeah. then <laughs> mix another one to then, serve to the guests. Right, exactly. No, it's mix this. There are certain cocktails that don't have to be made individually, so you make them in a big giant pitcher, hmm. and then you pour pour out a a cup of it. That kind of sounds per, nice. That's for party goer. I guess yeah. I don't do a lot of entertaining, but I could guess I could just mix a big thing of it at the beginning of the week and just put it in the nip fridge. Nip at it. Yeah, nip, exactly. Just a little nip. Take a little sip before work. <laughs> right. You know what? Drop I, it home during lunch. Sure. I like to go to more parties with punch bowls. I feel yeah, like yeah. I I feel like precious few parties now have a nice punch bowl. Yeah. It's they usually are something gross. You, I'd like to have some <laughs> mugs hanging off of the side mm. of the punch bowl by hooks. Can I just tell you about a, a nauseating experience I had as Please long do. as we're on the So Wait. the punch bowl. Was it about a hot podcast you did? No, no. It's <laughs> a, yeah, it was weird. I was I was at a party in a sauna. Mm-hmm. No, I I went to a party with my husband at the um at a an arts club that he was part of during college. And they have a tradition of passing around a punch bowl and everybody has to sip from it. And it's a room of, say, 60, 70 people. Wow. And I thought, all right, I'll do it if I get to be one of the first ones. But unfortunately, sure. we were among the last. You don't last. want to be number 58. Uh, and I'm not a germaphobe, but it was gross by the time it came to me. And my husband kept saying, Come on, you got to do it. You know, you'll, no, you'll look like a bad sport. I am afraid of Germans, but that <laughs> sounds doubly gross. Yeah. yeah. My, and I mean, I, a kind of sub concern of that is like there's the, you know, there's the germs on the lip of the punch bowl, but also is this a special punch bowl meant to take drinks out of? I would think that this would have no, probably it was ruined like a, a lot giant, of nice. It was like drinking nice out of clothes. a dog bowl. It was, <laughs> you know, you, you, Pick up this giant bowl. How and... big is your dog bowl? <laughs> <laughs> well, You're indicating three feet apart. It's a dog bowl slash bathtub. Is your <laughs> quick question? Is your dog Marmaduke? 
<laughs> it's, it's your dog Clifford, Clifford. the Big Red Dog. I was going to say, I, I'm okay with Marmaduke, but it is Clifford. And yes, we do have – we have – the dog lives in, in his own house sure. and there's a swimming pool in the backyard and that's his – Just like little Romeo at Master P's house. There you go. Um, so what, and what are you what are you drinking out of this punch bowl? Some sweet, gross punch, oh, sure. alcoholic with with spit <laughs> and right. backwash, Great. and and then I had a little moment of kind of um, sociopathic urge to like spit mine back in. Oh yeah, just to just, just as a little extra fuck you to the ten people behind you who have to drink out of it. Yeah, it's like you think I'm that. going down without a fight. <laughs> I'm, you're getting my germs because now I have everybody else's germs. Oh yeah, it you're was, getting ten yeah. times the germs. Yeah, it was bad. It sounds worth it though to be part of the secret cabal that rules the arts industry. <laughs> oh, it is, um, and you know, I we've been enjoying the um, being the the overlords of culture since then and i hope you guys don't mind no it's fine no it's fine. thank you for just you know letting us you know kind be. of crouch in a corner yeah. of your you know great empire yeah i just like to think of myself as a puppet master right <laughs> yeah it's, it's satisfying yeah. And I like to think of myself as one of those little rubber alligators you can win at Chuck E. Cheese for five tickets. Yeah. That's the yeah. sort of puppet I want to be. Right. I hear An you. insignificant puppet that doesn't make waves and definitely doesn't want to be destroyed by your, you know, mighty paramilitary force. I'm yeah. one of those one of those uh, origami <laughs> flower looking things that you put on your fingers and it tells you what kind of boyfriend you're going to have. Oh, that's a, I love that. I don't know Smosh. if that's technically a puppet. Smosh. Yeah. <laughs> What's that called? I don't know. What is that called? I don't know. Oh, there's a name for it. And you Gorp. you go no. back and forth like this and you find out yeah. what your boyfriend is going to be and yeah, oh fooey. I can't remember what That what's sounds it called. right. No Mash's Mary... mansion apartment uh steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's the three the four places you want to live as a junior high girl. A, ste- a steakhouse, like an Outback Steakhouse. No, a house made of steak. <laughs> right, that's where Clifford the Big Red Dog would like to live. You just, you just go, you go to your contract and you say, uh, "I guess well done." <laughs> can you, yeah, you smother my house in Bernays? Yeah, no, I'm thinking black and blue. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, really. yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna accent your steak in any way. You know, I just read the weirdest thing. Speaking of meat, do you mind Please. if I digress? Not at all. It was the no, weird. Let's, let's stay on. Let's keep track. it on track. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so remind me what the track is. <laughs> it's um, whatever. You know, I was reading this absolutely fascinating story about this the crash of the Air France flight that took place five years ago. It was flying from Brazil to Paris, and they could not figure out why it crashed. And there's a very detailed story about it in Vanity Fair this month. And there's a point where. I guess they got the black box, so they knew all the conversation in the cockpit. And there's a point where one of the flight attendants comes in and asks the pilot to lower the temperature because she has meat in her suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> suitcase meat. And so 
The uh, the pilot turns it down. Some of the passengers soon complain that it's too cold. Sure. But the flight attendant comes back in and says, yeah, but my meat. <laughs> Did like, you say what kind of no. meat it was? And there, there's no further explanation. What are you doing with meat in your suitcase? South America is great meat country. That's true, yeah. It could be. I know, but you're flying for <laughs> hours and hours and hours. It doesn't matter what the temperature is. It's gonna You're going to be dead from eating your <laughs> spoiled meat by the time you I get I don't know. Well, what if it has a really good chimichurri sauce that's on it? That's true. Or that's a, a, that's something you haven't considered, Sue. But also, did they mention just, chimichurri sauce <laughs> no, at all? No, they it, did not. And actually, if they fair. had, if yeah. they had, it would all make sense to me, but it Fucking implied Carter probably th- cut that out. Th- <laughs> he probably th- saw that it was too telling and redlined it. No mention of the See, sauce. Like, if you're Forget on a plane, you're excited for the fasten seatbelt sign to turn off so you can get up, go in your overhead, get a magazine, just a handful of hot links. <laughs> <laughs> a pull out, a, le- pull out a leg of lamb and yeah. start nibbling. A giant Renfair turkey leg. <laughs> 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 what would you do if someone was sitting next to you on the airplane eating a Renfair turkey leg? I mean, it's... <laughs> A lot. I mean, a lot. <laughs> are they dressed as Henry VIII? Or are they just a normal guy? Wouldn't they have to buy an extra seat for one of those? Because th- those They're are big. They're really big. swing. They're bigger They're really than a lot around. of babies. And they, make you, buy a- <laughs> they the nice, make you buy a seat for a baby. The nice thing is once you finish the turkey leg, you can stick it in between your tray table and the seat in front of you, and they can't recline. Knee defender. There you go. Yeah, knee defender. It makes a pretty solid knee defender. Yeah, yeah. A giant turkey bone. I don't know. I mean, like, I would be, I mean, the gall would be impressive. Mm-hmm. And if, there's four things I love yeah. <laughs> science, craft beer, biblical trivia, sure. and gall. Yeah. Uh, but also, I would be worried about the farts. Oh. Farts are, yeah. I mean, I feel like I. Every time I sit down and, like, someone has brought their, like, fast food or Sbarro or whatever with them, I'm always like, oh, this is going to be a thing. Like, this is going to be – you're going to – You're going to have two You're going to blast me in about 90 minutes. <laughs> no. Anyway. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. But what are you supposed to eat? I mean, are you supposed to eat the snack pack? I don't want to fu- – I don't want to buy it. No, I hear you. I mean, it's lose-lose at the airport. I mean, eating eating – Eating in air travel, it's just – I mean it's just a shitstorm no matter how you look at it. Um, but also when someone is like – when it sits down and just just destroys a number nine in four minutes, <laughs> that's going to be extra trouble, I think. You know what you're sitting there thinking? Hmm. Number nine, number nine, number nine. Wait, why am I thinking that? Oh, because it's a Beatles song. Oh, OK. Yeah. Exactly. But also because you're ruefully looking forward <laughs> yeah. to, to the farts in your future. Oh, Paul is dead. Paul is dead. <laughs> I become one of those people, though, who usually brings food on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you got to. Yeah, there's not a lot you can do. I mean, it's, you know. Can I tell you something that's, that Simon said yesterday? Please. Please. He, uh, he looked at his, his plate of food and he picked up a piece of arugula, mm-hmm. a little arugula salad on his plate. He picked it up and he looked at it and he went... Ah, plant. <laughs> he put it in his mouth, chewed it up, didn't like it, spat it out on himself. Yeah, he gave it a shot. <laughs> yeah, you know, he took a swing at it. Yeah, that's all you can do. Even after he determined yeah, it, was, it was plant. Yeah. 
Oh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. I'm Viz. And I'm Teresa. And we host a comedy podcast about parenting where we remind you that despite what the internet says, no one really cares what kind of parent you are. One bad mother. We're the friends with kids you want to hang out with. Check us out on iTunes and MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Susan Orlean, no funny nickname. Wow, ice cold. Yeah, uh, right. God, ooh, you would I, you would I think we didn't have Susan. You guys. You would think, <laughs> oh man, you would think we wouldn't didn't have Susan Orlean, the fun New Yorker writer, in here. You think we had Tad Friend in here? Oh, oh Whoa. my God, take that back, take that back. <laughs> man, I've never been more insulted in my life. One time, my mom. You got, made me shout and murmur. One time, my mom got <laughs> into. <laughs> One time my mom got interviewed by Tad Friend uh, just for background for something. And and my mom said, Tad Friend from The New Yorker called me and interviewed me. He was a very nice man. <laughs> so, so I have, to, I have to tell you my mom being interviewed by The New Yorker and it came about in the most amazing way. Uh, during the elections in I guess it was 2000, a bunch of – People I knew from The New Yorker were doing, you know, on the day of the election, making phone calls, making sure to get people out to the polls. And I'm from Ohio. So, of course, Ohio is sort of the only state anyone cares about anyway. So they didn't care about getting people in California to the polls. (laughs) They did care about people in Ohio. So Ian Frazier, one of my all-time favorite New Yorker writers, amazing, amazing guy, was – Making the poll calls in Ohio, called my parents after saying, you know, do you need help getting to the polls? Do you need anything? He then said to my mom, Are, is your daughter Susan Orlean? I think I work with her at the magazine. And my mom <laughs> was – Absolutely thrilled, but also thought he was calling only the parents of people <laughs> he worked with. <laughs> it just got kind of muddled up, but she was felt that this was a very special, though kind of narrow casting sure. of his job. Sure. Well, I mean, it's, it's a very intense gerrymandering. Said, Isn't that nice? He's calling all the parents of people at the New Yorker to make <laughs> sure they got to the. To the polls now. Now, of course, we have big data. Mm-hmm. So thanks sure. to thanks to big data and elections, the campaigns can target just the parents of so, New Yorker writers. Somebody explain big data, please. Say uh, he's a rapper from, the, <laughs> from 1992. Did, oh, did he kill um, Biggie Smalls? He yes. killed Big Pharma. It's <laughs> <laughs> an East Coast West Coast thing. Shot him in Las Vegas. That's Tupac. Uh, so big data just 
is a way of saying lots and lots of numbers. Big data is a machine that makes it so that once you buy something from one catalog, all of a sudden you get a thousand catalogs that are related to that catalog. Oh. <laughs> it's a machine it's a machine in a bunker somewhere in Virginia. Run by the National Association of Lands End and Lands End like businesses. Ah, <laughs> and so this is a way of saying numbers are crunched and recrunched and sifted and sorted. And if they want to sell, for instance, green eyeshadow that they know will be most appealing to the parents of New Yorker writers with sure. red hair. Right. They well, can find you. Well, I'll give you an example. I recently bought a um, uh, furry wolf suit with removable crotch. <laughs> okay. And now I'm getting catalogs for fox costumes, dog costumes. Brookstone. Grizzly but Brookstone. <laughs> I mean all this. I was like, come and on, guys. And I should hope you've heard from the good folks at Furminator. <laughs> I have not. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. That, there's and been a horrible oversight. oversight on their part. Susan, let's talk Furminator. <laughs> uh, I, I'd happily talk uh, Furminator. It is – I'm – you, I know, are fond of craft beer sure, and biblical sure. trivia. Uh, trivia. And I'm – I love gadgets. Mm-hmm. And the Furminator is a f- really top drawer gadget. The only problem – it's a pet brush. And oh, it see, will, now I had just assumed that it was a – Terminator business run by O.J. Simpson detective Mark Furman. <laughs> well, it's that too. In fact, they're in court right now. Right. I hate your bugs like they were other races. <laughs> that's a weird slogan. Yeah. You know, that's a, it's amazing that I think the Furminator doesn't have the H. Mm. So it's Furminator, not Furminator. Furminator. Fjord. Fjord. Fjorgminator. Fjorgmin. Which what will be at in October to perform our <laughs> sauna cast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Always good crowds in Fjorgminator. Yeah. Is that where you were going to have um, some we're go- well, we're headed love out. experience? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm going to, yeah. I mean, <laughs> first, you know, next thing, first thing you know, you're skinny dipping in a fjord. It goes from there. Next thing you know, you're having a love experience. <laughs> having a love experience. <laughs> Did you like that expression? Oh, I, I loved it. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I wrote for The New Yorker. And I would be able to have, exp- have love experiences inside my head yeah. ready to go. Yeah. Well, that's a phrase that's actually on, in our style book. Uh-huh. Um, oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So I, I didn't make it up. Uh, I, I, I don't think we got the actual definition of the Furminator beyond our oh, eight joke well, Oh, it's like guesses. a little rake that oh, you for, run for over your pet's hair. Mm-hmm. And then it's so effective at stripping out fur yeah. that sometimes you end up with more <laughs> fur than pet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It is. But I love it. It's I, basically a handheld machine for having that thing of like what a chihuahua looks like when it's taking a shower. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. have you ever seen those hairless cats? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, didn't um, – I think Austin Powers – uh, the bad guy in Austin Powers had one of those. Sure, they're yeah, they're yeah. really scary. What about hairless dogs? What do you know about hairless dogs? I just saw one recently. It was hairless, but it had the tuft on the tail and the little tufts around its ear. And I just don't want to touch that skin. One of those – you know about this, Jordan? It's called like uh, 
has a like an Aztec name. It's called mm-hmm. like a Shashuahuatl. Sure. Yeah, like a, it's got a lot of X's yeah. in the name, like uh, a Chacahuacha. They're ancient, ancient beasts yeah. of Mexico. Oh. Yeah, they're great. What are their, what's their temperament like? Uh, they got a, like, well, I mean, like I think any ancient beast, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're, relati- they're relatively spunky. Mm-hmm. You know, they got a little bit of sassitude. Sure. Classic sassitude. <laughs> Some zesty a zesty Latin flavor. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, uh, like but a salsa verde Dorito. I'll tell you what. I petted one. Mm-hmm. And I kind of liked petting it. I was surprised. And I kind of, after, it took me a minute. But after a minute, I was like, oh, huh. Now I find this animal cute. <laughs> well, I will say, and I don't mean to offend you gentlemen or suggest that you wouldn't be familiar with this, but they feel <laughs> a little like a penis. Hmm. Really? Interesting. I've I've read never felt periodicals <laughs> that describe the feel of the penas. <laughs> Interesting. So I could probably envision it. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's why I find it a little disturbing. Sure. But I mean not that I find a penis disturbing. I mean yeah, those animals that yeah, No, I can understand <clears throat> that. I, I actually a... don't know what a penis feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never touched another man's penis, and my penis holds itself. <laughs> yeah, as necessary. Yeah. You prop it up under a turkey leg bone. <laughs> That's why I'm always eating one of those. Yeah, Disneyland turkey sure. legs. Oh, you could make fair. a stand out of the bone. I didn't totally, thought yeah. of that. Bone I read an article. Bone. Sorry, I read Sorry. an article in the New York Times. Mm-hmm. I was reading the. Uh, World Affairs section of the New York Times, yeah, let's say. Yeah, I'll bet you were. And oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the penthouse okay, forum? Okay, <laughs> okay. I was reading the porno section of the New York All Times. All right. Uh, Dear New York Times, I never thought this would happen to me. People love people love Renaissance Fair turkey legs so much mm-hmm. that they sell Disneyland t-shirts at Disneyland that just have a picture of a turkey leg on it. <laughs> Get a life. Get a life, turkey leg enthusiast. When did this turkey leg thing start happening? Because I've noticed it at county fairs. Yeah. I think it's exploded in the last five years. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, yeah, just like, I mean, I just remember, you know, county fair as a kid, you know, versus it now. I mean, it seems to be all about dare foods, challenge foods, deep fried Twinkie, deep fried peanut butter cup. And I think the turkey leg is in that zone. It's like, look what I can eat. Fuck you, you know. Like <laughs> right. it's a, it's a it's a it's an angry gesture of a meal. You yeah. know what I think they should sell at the fair? Hmm. A honey glazed ham. <laughs> Just like walk around, and take <laughs> giant bites out of it. Yeah, and take a slug out of a thermos of creamed well, that's corn. The, that's the next. <laughs> <laughs> you eat a <laughs> eat a bowl of Alfredo sauce with a muffin floating in it. <laughs> I think the whole ham that you walk around snacking on sure. is the natural next. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't hold it by the flesh. Mm-hmm. You would have those little things that go in the sides of corn on the cob. Oh, but they're shaped like hams? No, yeah. they're shaped like corn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, well it's because yeah. you want to have a balanced diet. Yeah, exactly. You eat them they, afterwards. They'd be a, a, I think you need something with a little more heft. Yeah. What like about... a, a garden trowel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a suggestion here because I think this goes with the tood, and I think this is a very popular tood these days. Right. What about – what if they were like Harley handles? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Snacking. Oh. I mean it is oh. – it is – we are in a time – it has never been a better time in America. 
to be a fat guy with a rock and roll attitude. <laughs> if you are a fat guy with a rock and roll attitude, this is you. This is your cultural moment. Right now, there are one million fat guys with rock and roll attitudes in this great nation of mm-hmm. ours, and over nine hundred thousand of them have development deals with the History Channel. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know Harley Hams. Yeah. I'm just I'm just spitballing oh here. Do you know we how go awesome. We that go is? deep with the quirky family yep. who makes handlebars <laughs> for hams. <laughs> yeah. The that uh, outrageous quirky clan who always speaks their mind. Ham Hynasty. <laughs> ham Hynasty. That's it. I get quick hey. Can you get your the producer to just buy that domain name? Yeah, for just me go quick to, yeah, go to GoDaddy. Quick. <laughs> Ryan, real quick. <laughs> Not GoDaddy. They they kill no, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, go to a domain uh, seller that doesn't yeah, kill it. Dina Dot. There you Dina, go. Thanks. Squarespace? Yeah. Uh, whew, man, that is huge. I Can feel I, uh, it. We've got a lot of we've come up with a lot of great business ideas in this man. show. You know what? It is a shame that we're not rich yet, but I think we've got the potential. Yeah. We need a little seed capital. Mm-hmm. I say we just go to one of these, you know, bowl chugging parties that Susan's always going to. <laughs> with the, uh, with the, uh, yeah, the hey, Illuminati would, of the uh, arts industry. I would go straight to Andreessen Horowitz. I, I would not go for oh, okay. the Trump change. So right, right I, to the VCs. Yeah, for sure. And, <laughs> you know, don't the, forget the Kickstarter. That's, Woodside, yeah. California. Here we come. Mm-hmm. Completely. And I think I can get you a meet with Pierre Amadar. Great. Or what is that his name? I'll I, take it. Probably. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah. I just never said his last name <laughs> before. Um, and you're done. Yeah. This is. If once we show him that growth curve. Yeah. Here's one thing. Sure. That I'm worried about. I don't really feel like putting together a dossier. Oh, yeah. I definitely don't want to I'm do that. concerned he's going to ask for a dossier yeah. or a deck. Mm-hmm. Oof. I don't really want to make a deck or a dossier. What, what's a deck? It's like a it's like a PowerPoint presentation that talks about you know uh, uh, target markets and oh, social like media they, in, engagements, like they do on Shark Tank. Sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna have to bring in uh, uh, what's the Virgin guy called? <laughs> uh, Richard, Richard Branson. Branson. We're gonna have to bring oh, in yeah. Branson on this. We're gonna we need his business. We're the ideas people. He's the execution guy. Hopefully the meeting will happen in space. Or on a like a hot air balloon. Yeah. Or no, no, no. He owns a bunch of islands in the Caribbean. That's where oh, you that's want the right. meeting. Yeah. Forget yeah. the hot air balloon. He owns like St. Bart's. <laughs> yeah, I was insane... watching some I don't know if it was Cribs, but he was on some sort of MTV thing showing people around his island. And just for a brief moment, this was a thirty second moment. In a, you know, 12-minute piece, he just kind of pointed and he's like, hey, there's Mariah. And the camera panned over and Mariah Carey was just like sitting in this deck chair. And then this, the rest of the thing was not about that. So, I mean, hopefully we can get Mariah Carey in on this because she's probably just there anyway. Yeah. I mean, as long as we already have the meeting set up, sure. which evidently we do. Remember when Mariah Carey was married to Nick Cannon? <laughs> yeah. Until very recently. That went on for a number of years. Yeah. How's that even possible? <laughs> I don't know. What, what, I mean, I'm still getting over her breaking up with Tommy Mottola. Yeah. <laughs> you figured she'd be locked <laughs> in. Mariah Carey's broke our hearts many times. Yeah. It's... Over her long career. You know what I think she's going to— good, though. You know what I think she's going to marry now? Hmm. Human Butterfly. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah, it's my best bet. Like a hybrid, a human butterfly hybrid. <laughs> yeah. I think Branson's working on it. That's oh, probably Branson. why she was yeah, out you there. You know Branson's splicing some genes out there on his island. He's got a real island of Dr. Moreau happening. Can I uh, can I uh, circle back to pets for a minute? Jordan, I I'd love to thing. I'd love to talk to you about pets. Um my cat Bug has been uh she's been having some hairballs. She's oh, been geez. itching uh to the point where she's getting giving herself little scabs. Oh, no. The uh, I think I think what she is doing is uh, over grooming is what they call it over grooming. Oh. And I was looking at some. Sim- I have that problem too. Yeah, just grooming too much. Yeah, <laughs> just just gra- getting tweezers and grasping for nose hairs <laughs> that aren't there. Yeah, that's why I'm so radiant. <laughs> that's why you have giving yourself little scabs and the hairballs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you need to retreat to spat up a hairball, just let me know and I'll vamp. My tongue is like a tiny piece of sandpaper. <laughs> um, so I was looking at the the causes of overgrooming. Uh, one of them is is fleas. I don't think she has fleas, but I gave her some flea medication anyways, which she was not nuts about. I had to apologize after it happened. Uh, but one of them is boredom. Um, you know, just that the cat will be bored and it'll groom because it has nothing else to do and then it'll just get into this cycle of grooming to where it's, you know. To the point where it's over-grooming. To where, the point where it's over-grooming, right. yeah. Um, so I, I guess I kind of started to worry about this because, uh, you know, I feel like I've been, been working some kind of long hours recently and, yeah, I think she definitely is not getting a lot of, a lot of TLC. I mean, I leave – the TLC single waterfalls on when I leave the house. <laughs> sure. So she, you know, feels like she has company. But... And so she has something to chase. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Have you considered getting her a friend? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've looked. I, the website I was reading said that a friend cat can help things, but also it could be the source of more stress. This is true. So, yeah, I don't know if there's something like maybe I can, uh, you know, maybe like foster a cat for a little while and see how she reacts to it. But I think it's one of those things where like over time they would get to be friends. So I don't know about that. What about this? Hmm. I'm just throwing out ideas here. What if you let mice loose in your house? Mm-hmm. Like Ooh. this? And she could just kill them. Be like taking her on, you know, a shooting safari. Yeah, it'd be like paintball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But she could pretend like she was the founder of GoDaddy.com. Yeah. Right, exactly. And with mice instead of elephants. Um, yeah, I could do that. I could just release some like feeder mice, just go to a place where they sell like snake food. Yeah. Get a yeah. bunch of feeder mice. Hey, what about this? Hmm. Fucking release a snake. Oh. And then it's a battle for the ages. Whichever one survives. Sure. Love that one. <laughs> I love you because you survived. <laughs> Hi, new pet. Uh, That's also known as gladiator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, gladiatorial combat. <laughs> give, give Bug a trident and a net. Have yeah. you considered um, Prozac? Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe she's just like, she's, you know. A little depressed. Dopamine receptors, blockers. Yeah, yeah. Beta blockers. Can't speak to that. Yeah. But gamma waves. Gamma waves. Gamma radiation. <laughs> Turn her into a Hulk. Then <laughs> yeah. just be careful not to get her mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would not like her when she's angry. So then she would just Hulk out when I applied the fleet medication. But can you hates. imagine how boring it is to be a pet? Although cats sleep so much. Yeah. Um. You know, well, what I did, my solution was I, I – 
you know, already being like a, a guy who lives alone with a cat is a little bit, you know, it's a little bit of a stigma. I think some people think it's weird. Um, so I try not to like accentuate that by having a lot of like cat stuff in the house. Mm-hmm. You have a cat. You have a cat sweater, sweatshirt that you wear almost all the time. <laughs> well, that's because it makes me feel sexual. Right. Yeah. That's just for the sexual powers it gives me. Right. Sure. Um, so yeah, so there's, so I try not to have a lot of cat stuff, but I think maybe that's something I'm doing wrong is I, maybe I'm not giving her enough to do. I have another idea. Yeah. A cat nanny. Oh. Hire some. Sure. An older lady. Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher. <laughs> Come and play with a cat for an hour Dispense during the day. some Bronx wisdom. Yeah. And then, I mean, my guess is that may solve your problem. Well, here's what I did today. And I, and I like this cat nanny idea. Um, but if, if, so if that – if my solution that I did now doesn't work, cat nanny definitely. But today I went to Kmart and bought a, um, a cuddle castle. <laughs> I'm sorry? A cuddle castle. Sorry. Couldn't quite hear you. It's a cuddle castle? <laughs> sorry. Brian, can you, up, can you turn up my mic? A cuddle castle. I have a cuddle castle in my house now. It's uh, it's a combination. Is that a gentleman's club? <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. It's amateur night at the Cuddle Castle. <laughs> God, <laughs> let's have patches on the stage. Patches for the center <laughs> stage. Let her know you're out there, fellas. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, a cuddle is that something for the cat to play on? It's an apparatus that you put together with these plastic pipes, and you stretch this. I've had one of these. Yeah. It's it's a combination of scratching post, hammock, hidey hole, ball dangler. Yeah, I I had one. It is the it was the least ostentatious one they sold. <laughs> Still very ostentatious. Yeah. So I definitely kind of broke a little rule that I made for myself. Just I was worried about the cat's well being, and I'm like, eh, don't be the guy with all the cat shit. But now I got a little bit of cat shit in the house. Did you have to nip it? Did you have to nip it up to get her to go for it? Uh, I did. Yeah, I nipped it up a little bit. I put some treats in there. She seems to be enjoying it. I mean, I think I I think it was a good purchase, but I also feel like I betrayed myself a little bit. You know? No, I mean you did. Sure, my ideals. I don't think it, now. Here's the thing: I don't think it's weird for a single guy like mm-hmm. y- yourself to live with a cat. I mm-hmm. think that's perfectly normal. Cats and uh, a friendly companion. Sure, but yeah, I mean a cuddle castle. Cuddle castle. Yeah. So when I purchased mm-hmm. a similar apparatus, mm-hmm. it, first of all, it was. N- called Kitty City. <laughs> That's definitely a strip club. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, on I-90. Yeah, oh, I've yeah, been sure, there. Sure. Um, they need to change that billboard. That woman is dead. Oh. <laughs> that woman on that billboard is long dead. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But my I keep, problem... I keep hearing that for $100, you can have a love act. <laughs> <laughs> a love act in the back room? Yeah. No, a love experience. Love, love experience. experience. Excuse yeah. me. No, my problem with Kitty City mm-hmm. is that at the time I got it, my son was pretty young, and well, he, this is for a child. He <laughs> found it. No, it was for the cat, yeah. but he found it irresistible, and I would find him <laughs> in Kitty City, and eventually, as he thrived, sure. uh, he became larger than a cat, yeah. and um. Led to the Demise? failure and yeah. demolition the ultimate, of Kitty yeah. City, <laughs> but he loved it. Yeah, 
<laughs> Initially, it was just a few vacant lots. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then and the, the cats week. the cats over in his room playing with Hot Wheels. Right, exactly. Oh, hey, this is cool. A Nerf gun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he ruined, he ruined it. Hmm. He's, he crushed it. But I guess the cat, I look at it philosophically that the cat sure. of my, might have found it interesting and funny to see a human child, yeah. a toddler in Kitty City. I mean, the nice thing is cats aren't territorial at all. Mm-hmm. So you don't have <laughs> yeah, to worry. Yeah, sure. They encourage you to share yeah. their space, mm-hmm. their toys. Big yeah. sharers. I, now, Jordan, your son... You're still denying his existence, right? Yeah, but I mean, if you want to talk about my son, quote unquote, that doesn't exist, yeah, Barbara, we can. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I, the the point is, if you spray Kitty City mm-hmm. with some bitter apple spray, oh, he won't chew on it, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about him collapsing it. That's I, you know, it's probably a great idea. I spray everything with bitter apple spray. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. But yours is called Cuddle Cuddle Castle. Cuddle Castle. Mm-hmm. You might have gotten a slightly classier. Oh, I got this model. at Kmart. So. Oh, I got mine at Target. Yeah. It may just be <clears throat> that they, but they're the same thing. It's plastic tubes and sure, a uh, little uh, sling. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I got mm-hmm. mine from Brookstone. Ooh, so it Ooh. vibrates. It has lasers. Oh, wow, oh. cool. <laughs> and it has. Wheels, right? Oh, and, yeah. and it's carry-on size. Yeah. So you can, you can take it stuff on some a... meat in there if you need to <laughs> go on a transcontinental flight. Listen, I just flew across the country with my kitty. Oh. And have you ever done that? No, I've. You know, she's never been. She. We've moved apartments a couple times, but that's all the travel that she's done. Yeah. Oh, and she went to my mom's house once when I was working uh, out of town for a month. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, let me just tell you. So you yeah. You, what's flying with a cat? Time, what's that like? Yeah. For a really good time. Mm-hmm. Drive with your cat in a car for mm-hmm. two hours, then go through security in which you are required to r- remove your cat from the cat carrier. And this is the carrier that oh, it, it took you an hour to get the cat in. Sure. You have to take the cat out and carry it through the x-ray machine. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they will put it through and x-ray and the cat. Sure. And when it comes out, it, you know, it'll oh, be Oh, you like got a, a Hulk skeleton. on your hands. <laughs> And then I don't know if those sit, X-ray machines are operated by gamma rays. But yeah, well, and I can then only assume they are. Sit on a flight for five and a half hours with that same cat. Sure. And Oof. there was a moment where my cat, who would occasionally just make, let out this sound that just it's, it's could you could die. It's mm-hmm. like <laughs> and I thought, you know, poor thing. I'm just give me some headphones. I want to watch the movie. Open a little and let him. And the minute I zipped open his carrier, he shoved his head out and oh. was three-quarters of the way out of the carrier. And uh-huh. I thought, I'm going to get in big trouble if my cat is loose ah! on this plane. So I had to shove his head back. It was horrible. Oh. Anyway, he he was a trooper because mm. he's we fly him back and across country every year. And boy, do they hate it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Oof. it's... Not fun. I, Not fun. Um, I... When I was uh, babysitting that pig, mm-hmm. loyal listeners may remember that for a period of a number of days, I babysat at a pig. They were just like the owners of the pig. They're just like, just put the pig in the backyard. It'll be fine. Hmm. I swear to God, you put somebody else's pig in your backyard. It sounds like there is a murder in progress, <laughs> in progress from the hours of 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. every night. 
It, was it shrieking and oh, and the the noises are horrifyingly sure, human like. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, I mean, isn't that, that even an expression? It annoys like a stuck pig? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It, Were you stuck in it? I shouldn't have stuck that pig. Yes, probably shouldn't have been stuck in it. I. The thing is, is I want to become a bullfighter. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, a pig's a good animal to practice on. Yeah, I wanted to start with something small. Similar genus. Yeah. <laughs> well, they both have give birth to live young. Yeah, sure. Hooves. Do they? Yeah, I think so. No, I think actually bulls lay eggs. That part of bulls lay eggs. Yeah, bull eggs. <laughs> you ever had a bull egg omelet? Oh, <laughs> oh, yum! They're mm-hmm. great. I should know this. I have cattle. Wait, I... you have cattle? Yeah, on your farm. How do you have yeah. cattle? I read about your chickens in the New Yorker once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my chickens actually all got killed by a raccoon. Oh so no! I'm sort of sad. And I have turkeys. And every <clears> now and again, I. Find myself eyeing their legs, and mm-hmm. since the only good thing is, you know, they regenerate. So if you carve oh, off a leg, it's like a lizard tail. Yeah, you mm. get another one. It's a, that is. I well, maybe it. that's it's why a, those turkey legs are so prevalent these days. Well, it's a sustainable right. mm-hmm. industry, yeah. right? You Farm know, to table. It's hmm. like bamboo. You cut it down, grows another one, and yeah, you I can black... actually make underpants out of both. <laughs> I didn't know that. Turkey leg under. Yeah, yeah. it's it's really nice. Um, really hot. But yeah, we have, we have black Angus cattle. Wow. Oh. And every now and again, we'll carve off a leg and, sure. you know, they're they're bigger. Now, what part yeah. of the black <laughs> – sorry, take two. What part of the black Angus cattle do you get the blooming onion from? <laughs> <laughs> Glad I took that over. It was worth oh, saying. You know, I'm – I. No, I, I the rump. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really not at liberty to say. No, I get it. Because it's, a, it's sort out, of bit of. Do a, you eat your? Cows? Oh, Outback Steakhouse. That is blooming onion. My joke didn't even make sense. I Sorry, wasn't going to say anything. I was sitting here thinking, like, oh, it's pretty good. It would be better if that wasn't. If that was from. Uh, what is Black Angus's equivalent of the blooming onion? I don't know. Brian's going to have to tell us. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, what uh, do you eat your cows? We do not specifically. Eat, you know, we don't. Personally, have them slaughtered and then butchered for our use. But they're beef cattle, and then we sell them when they're at the. After we keep them and they grow up, we sell them to another farm nearby where they live for another year. But they get grain in addition to grass, and then they're they're butchered. I mean, they're slaughtered, and the store locally carries a lot of the meat from this particular farm so we've probably <laughs> had it yeah but i mean that probably seems hypocritical i wouldn't i mean first of all i wouldn't have the slightest idea I mean, you know slaughtering an animal it's a it's a big thing sure um but i never thought to say Especially, oh i want one back you do it halal too so <laughs> yeah oh. it's a very big deal it's sure. very complicated yeah you match. just have to kick them <laughs> yeah kick them a bunch but they're um yeah, so what do you? What are they like as? I mean, I guess they're not really pets, but like, what are they like as animals? Are they are they warm? Are they nice? Do you guys like them as? They're, well, this pet year our cows were really friendly, mm-hmm. and they would come, and they were very curious, and we teach them to come to get snacks. Uh-huh. What's, a cow, what's a cow snack? An alfalfa cube. Oh, cool. It's okay, like that sounds good. Compressed alfalfa. Spray that with a little bitter apple spray. Love it. Mm. Yeah, they love it. Mm. Um, Muddle something? Oh yeah! But they're they're almost punch they're a bay leaf like wild animals. Oh, yeah. I mean, they really are. They're not. They 
they get very nervous if you touch them. And they're yeah. like a special kind of wild animal that couldn't survive in the wild <laughs> for right. five minutes. Yeah, they're called. I think the term is there is a term. It's like opportunistic domesticity. <laughs> you know that they farm jerks are do, they're <laughs> domesticated, but they're not. It's not like a dog or a horse where they're going to interact with you. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe if you raised a calf. From birth and you handled home. it a lot and, hmm. it, and it was really used to it. But on their own, they're kind of wild. But this year, our herd was really friendly and they're really cute. What other animals are we looking at at the uh, at the Orlean family farm? Well, you got your cattle. Number one. You got your chickens. Two. You got your turkeys. Three. You got your ducks. You got your raccoons. Geese. <laughs> yeah, your and, killer raccoons. Yeah, and you got right, and you got your guinea fowl. Guinea fowl. That seems racist. Yeah. I know. I'm embarrassed <laughs> even saying it. Um, but we had a we had a little you know massacre. Oh no. I mean these raccoons are they may look all cute. They may look sure. you know, like little bandits doing little bank holds ups but washing really, their food. Yeah. Chuh. They're Chuh. they're ruthless. Yeah. Are you trying are you seeking revenge? Oh God, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you don't even want to know. Swore a blood oath. What if yeah. the raccoons killed all your guinea fowl but then you saw the guinea fowl in the grocery store mm. a couple weeks later? Jesus, One of those opportunistic I, raccoons. Yeah. yeah. Well, then it's also a matter of that's rustling. Yeah. And that them's. Yeah, that's a words. that's that's a high crime. Yeah. Out in the old west. Yeah, that means you you're going to be packing heat next time you mm. see that raccoon. <laughs> this is in New York City, not Studio City, right? I mean, in New York State, not Studio <laughs> City. <laughs> It's in Manhattan. It's on the 50th floor of a very nice condo. Oh. Uh, it's yes. a, what's crazy is it's a walk-up. That cattle drive. Wow. Yeah. Actually, I used to park in Manhattan next to the uh, only horse stable in New York City. Wow. I, I did, I, I'm surprised that exists. Oh, yeah. It was on, on – uh, 89th Street mm-hmm. between Amsterdam and uh, Columbus. Mm-hmm. And one day I went to get the car and one of the horses from the stable had cut loose and was galloping around in my parking garage. Hmm. Uh, it was – That's insane. It was insane. It really was insane. It was also amazing because you don't often see – a. Horse Full gallop, yeah. <laughs> yeah, horses don't usually have to stare at their own obsolescence. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it was... It, it, How actually, ironic. Yeah, it was real. That was a bad moment. It was... Uh, but, yeah, it was crazy. But I would wake up, I would hear horses going by. It was it was a kind of great... But they've closed the stable now, which is really sad. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why don't you have any goats? I'll tell you why. Because I really... Really wanted goats, mm-hmm. but so far it's not making a lot of sense. Is it? Uh, the goats are difficult. They mm-hmm. will mm. eat everything. They will your tin climb can on collection. Top, they'll climb on top of your car. They'll eat your garden. They're they're crazy. And I had gone to they're, get a they're goat. They're defiant animals. Yeah, they're willful. And, yeah, sure. And, you know they're they've. They are on a mission. Amoral. <laughs> I, <laughs> I went to get a goat and I, I 
my neighbor was selling a goat. It was a beautiful, totally cool-looking little goat. And I was going to put him in my car, which I thought would have been really funny. That just would the be idea funny. of driving around with a goat in your car. It's but funny. Makes me laugh. The guy I was buying it from said to me, now, I just got to warn you. You know, he really likes and he starts ticking off a list of everything this goat liked to eat. <laughs> Photo albums. <laughs> Baby blankets. <laughs> yeah, children. Ch- children, yeah. Human children. <laughs> Raccoons. Sure. And I, I got uh, concerned. Because mm-hmm. I sort of wanted a goat that could wander around and be sort of You like, wanted like a chill-ass goat. Yeah. And, and Fucking be bomb kind of kinetic ass. sculpture. Weed smoking. <laughs> and chill he goat. scared, he scared me token. off. A heavy token. Yeah. <laughs> he scared me off. He really did. Oh, and I yeah. said, I'll get back to you. Yeah. Give R-E, me a minute. goat. <sighs> I like that you were going to put it in your Ford Fiesta. Yeah. I, I presume you drive a Ford Fiesta <laughs> out on I the do. farm. I do, yeah. It's, a, it's known as a really good farm car. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you need to do some threshing. <laughs> yeah. Gotta Especially if the bottom falls out and you just, you know, do mm-hmm. like a Flintstone car with yeah, it. Yeah, or you just put nubby tires on it. Sure. Just put nubby tires on that motherfucker. It's a farm car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got a port for your iPod. What I drive around is uh, my son has one of those little toy cars and I can kind of fit in it. Oh, that's fun. And fine. they're they're pretty good. Like Again, a, like, like a little Romeo, wheel. like little Romeo in Masterpiece House. Does he have a, like a big wheel stable? I believe he had a gold plated big wheel. Oh, okay. If I rem- if okay. I am remembering correctly, sure. Yes, I, that's pretty fun. What about a miniature uh, horse or donkey? Well, donkey, definitely. Um, and my husband gave me an IOU for a donkey for my birthday. <laughs> Three years ago, and I've yet to collect on it, mm. and I'm bitter. You should wait until you meet the right donkey. Yeah, yeah. You I went to actually. Like that. I went to a mule <clears throat> auction in <clears throat> Tennessee. I was at, uh, writing a story. Um, that's the real reason I was down there. But there were these amazing animals for sale for nothing. It would have cost you more to truck them home than. To buy them. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, the good news is there's other stuff you can do in Tennessee. For, in Tennessee. for example, a game of horseshoes. <laughs> Thank you. That was a joke about the Arrested Development song. Tennessee. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, so Jordan, your song. line there was a game of horseshoes. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I zoned out. <laughs> Darn. You want to do that again? Yeah. that was cool. There are other fun things you can do in Tennessee, hmm. even if you can't buy an animal. For example, a game of horseshoes. No, Jordan, see, that's where... Huh? Jordan. A no. game of horseshoes. See, now Susan Sorry. gets it. Tennessee. Susan's the one with urban flavor. Sorry. <laughs> I guess I'll have to settle for this zesty Latin flavor. <laughs> I like I like your cross colors, by the way. <laughs> Susan, you look great. I like it. It's a fun combination. Nice eight ball jacket. She <laughs> <laughs> oh. Andrew Dice Clay? <laughs> Um, so you you saw some fine beasts. How much money are we talking about? How much? What is a what are you mule dropping? Cost? What are you dropping on a mule? You could get a beautiful mule for a hundred bucks. A hundred? What? Hundred bucks? Two hundred bucks? It was actually it was sad. The um, money, the real money, is the alfalfa cubes. Oh yeah, mm, yeah. And they live. You want to keep that for mule a very, in cubes very long time. Hmm. So a lot of this was during the recession. A lot of people were selling their mules because. 
they just couldn't pay to feed them. Sure. Yeah, and they did, and they didn't need them anymore to turn their water wheels. <laughs> right. And, yeah, so these or mules whatever were, it is that the, mules do in 2014. So yeah, that's what I was going to ask. These mules were is, 200 years old. <laughs> is, is the, I mean, the mule would be just a pet. There's not a – this isn't a functional mule. Well, there is – they have some function. You yeah. can attach – one to one side of a pair of Levi's and one to the other side of a pair of <laughs> Levi's and then startle them. Yeah, that's that's yeah. fun. Yeah, if they're if they've gotten a little snug. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um some people farm with them. Mm-hmm. I mean it's you know, sort of like baking your own bread. You farm with mules, but then a lot of people use them for ride they they're great for riding mm-hmm. or pulling wagons. And so okay. it's a hobby. Yeah, okay, sure. That's that's fun. Hitch up the the wagon to the yeah. mule, take the family out, and yeah. I mean, they were really, really do some amazing. animal nitrate poppers. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're rolling, you definitely want to be in a mule wagon. <laughs> that's a that's a fun trip. Woo! Going eight miles an hour. <laughs> How fast can a mule pull a wagon? Ooh, yikes! I don't Eight know. Eight sounds about right to me. Yeah. Really? Like that? A little fat. That's what's a little that? Faster? Don't you think? That's like a slow jog. Or fast jog. trot. The trot. Yeah, I Light would trot. say 10, 12. It depends how many family members in the ra- in the wagon too. That's right. a, an I, issue. I don't know, but I wanted – I really wanted one. Yeah. But everybody said, remember, they live a long time. Sure. So if you're getting mule, it's 30 years – Of mule time. Yeah. Yeah. Human time. Sure. It's probably like a hundred years oh, boy. in mule time. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Get a tortoise. They live forever. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, they'll outlive you. And they'll only become more powerful as the years go on. <laughs> I really, As a matter of fact, I went the other day to, to a tortoise Petco auction <laughs> with my son to buy a tortoise. And we made the mistake of calling my husband saying – we're thinking of getting a tortoise, and my phone almost exploded. <laughs> You're not getting a tortoise, and it was, you know, like the like a cartoon with the <laughs> your husband was just the... protective of his lettuce. Yeah, <laughs> and his tortoise food. Get... He, he <laughs> right, this is tortoise food. We should explain. Your husband is a hare. <laughs> yeah, and he was. Uh, he doesn't want to be ironically beaten in any races, <laughs> right? <laughs> so he, his concern was. First of all, that we have a lot of animals and secondly, sure. that it was a commitment that might outlive our marriage <laughs> and that would have been embarrassing. Sure. Well, I mean, you know, this – gosh, I'm I'm bringing it down here a little bit. I understand. But like, you know, obviously it's it's hard for older people when a – you know, when a spouse passes and you don't want to have this tortoise there constantly reminding you of how alone you are. Yeah. yeah. On the they, other hand, that's the one thing they're able to say. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have the full power of speech, Whoa. but they can say, "You pathetic loser." <laughs> They'd have Just, a grunt that sounds yeah, like that. Pathetic loser. Lonely, wasted life. Live too long. <laughs> <laughs> Put lettuce on the fact. floor. It's a little known oh, okay. fact about tortoises. <laughs> they can say Put depressing things. <laughs> Not nah. around for a long time. <laughs> it will take me a while to eat this. Do you have any carrots? <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's why. <laughs> that's reasonable. I am currently. What's your what's your so you have a lot of these animals on your farm? Do you yeah. what are what what's your what's your pet total? Uh, well, what we have that travels with us that uh-huh. is dog four and clowns two cats. <laughs> right? yeah. all in one car no we have a dog and a, actually one of the cats we live in new york but okay. we have dog and cat because she can't get a good bagel out here <laughs> yeah. oh really cat the water's different all right this is a great conversation yeah um so the they are the inside the house gotcha cats. gotcha yeah and the raccoon tried to eat the dog. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I did not. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You're definitely going to have to take down the raccoon if that happens. Oh, yeah. Have you thought of hiring a raccoon hitman? I have one. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, didn't, I, know, I know you probably don't want to talk about it. Uh, you no, don't want to it's ugly. Him. Yeah. Ugly. But I, I have a <laughs> he, he, he does. He's not one of these hitmen that kills the raccoon and makes it look like an accident. He kills the raccoon to send a message. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, the, the raccoon. The raccoon wakes spike. up with a, with a raccoon head in his back. <laughs> That's a subtle message. <laughs> yeah, it is. It <laughs> is. Raccoons are a little dense. You got to be, yeah. be blunt with them. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. God damn it, Susan! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Susan Orlean, and I am um, I'm I'm just happy as all get out <laughs> to be here. You know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's. I, I thought it sincere to me. Yeah, I don't, I'm unsold. Yeah, yeah. You don't think we're having fun? I think we're having fun. I think Susan just belied that. Her fun is actually a complex lie she's telling. Oh. When she didn't even have a nickname ready the second time around. Oh, my God. I feel so bad. <laughs> I As well you should, Susan. Well, as you well you should. Again? Okay. Let's here, do over Mulligan. Mulligan. Okay. Okay. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. No need to wait for Susan. She probably doesn't have anything <laughs> to say. <laughs> okay. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh. oh now I, you made me feel bad. So, yeah. Well, you deserve it. Number one, you know, I've Jesse, I've enjoyed many of your books. <laughs> Number two, I enjoy your magazine writing. Number three, you're a really pleasant friend. <laughs> and I and now it's all gone to hell. You're Susan, the one that I would like can. to I would like to hear your nickname. Okay. Here, I'll, I'll Jordan Morris, boy detective. Susan Orlean. Queen of the night. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, she's Come back. on. She's back. All right. She's back. All Queen right. of the night. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, My favorite 80s power ballad. <laughs> I would like to take this opportunity to mention mm-hmm. uh, that I will be performing in a live performance show. Mm. Uh, Those are fun. Yeah, I know, right? A live bullseye, October 15th here in Los Angeles. It is going to be quite the extravaganza. Uh, we're still not quite ready to announce the guests, but we've already started booking guests, confirming guests. I can say there are some real winners. Mm-hmm. The one I hinted at last week that I thought we might have, I don't know if that's going to be the one. We definitely haven't confirmed that one, but we did confirm one uh, just yesterday. Sounds great. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> terrific. So all I got to – I mean I'm just saying. There are confirmed guests. Oh, yeah. This won't be wow. a guestless show. This isn't just going to be me going this out there. This isn't going to be a Spalding Gray-esque – 
Well, I was going to do like uh, an evening with Mark Twain type thing. Oh, that would be fun. Right? Get to wear that little outfit. Sure. Probably get to hang out with Val Kilmer later. That'd be amazing. Is that the most shocking thing you've ever heard, Val Kilmer as Mark Twain? I hear he, after the show, he answers questions in character. Yeah. God, I want to see that. Good for him. (laughs) Way to go, VK. Yeah, right? Superstar, the star of MacGruber. <laughs> best, oh, yeah. best known as the star yeah, of MacGruber. Val, Val Kilmer's having a great late career. Did you see uh did you see the Letterman clip where uh uh well Kristen Wiig is on Letterman mm-hmm. and she made some allusion to uh MacGruber mm-hmm. and then just Letterman just starts laughing uncontrollably <laughs> and uh and she's like, What are you laughing at? And he's just like then he just says that he just really loved MacGruber. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, isn't that great? That's totally great. Yeah, fucking Jimmy Fallon doesn't love MacGruber. <laughs> uh he probably doesn't love MacGruber. Um okay, October fifteenth in Los Angeles, the Masonic Lodge at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery is where it is going to be held. It is a super, super cool venue. I think uh, NPR Generation Next is going to do some kind of meet and greet afterwards uh, where you can meet me. Uh, And I guess probably Mark Twain. (laughs) That's probably how we're going to sell tickets to this thing. I mean, ultimately, my drawing power is asymptotic to the (laughs) X-axis. Uh, but uh, but you know if I if I put on that Twain outfit I get oh, a little yeah. bit of confused sure. seniors give some <laughs> yeah get some get some country wisdom out there you got plenty of country wisdom yeah maybe I should and do a wi- won't you be carrying a signature ham oh from... yeah that's a good Just point periodically you're gonna want to take bites from your <laughs> ham dynasty and I'm gonna I'm gonna do some roping too oh great so you can expect some roping and cowboy some rope wisdom. tricks yeah. So, so there's a lot of different. I mean, you got stand-up comedy, you got music, you got interviews, then you got roping, country wisdom. Is it too late to change the venue to the Gene Autry Museum? Mm, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, Maybe we should think about that. Just saying, amongst the native Native American artifacts, sounds like a sounds like a nice atmosphere to me. You ever been to the Gene Autry Museum? I haven't. Uh-uh. Yeah, why would you go there? Right? <laughs> I don't know. I've driven past <laughs> it before. Yeah, it's a big museum. He was a rich man, but yeah. I don't know why I wouldn't want to. You know, eh. Yeah. Not interested. <laughs> okay. Uh, all the information and the ticket link are online at MaximumFun.org. Who knows? The guest may have been announced by the time you buy this. But come on. Don't don't fuck around and not buy a ticket to this. You Get know what I mean? There. You live in Los Get Angeles. How there. often do we do this? Basically never. Hmm. Just buy a fucking ticket. It's going to be great. We're going to have amazing stuff. It's going to be worth your while. Bring a friend. They're going to be like, man, you've got great taste. Okay. That's it. MaximumFun.org. I love these be, clay pots. Uh, may I just interject here? Yeah. Um, it would be a fun blind date. Oh, sure. Yeah. If you're one of those folks yeah. on So uh, if you no want to set me up Cupid. with somebody, <laughs> yeah, right. buy, buy them a ticket. Send I them mean, up to the stage. You know, for the folks who are uh, trying to think of where would be a fun place to go on a, on a first date. Yeah. It shows that you're sophisticated, but that you're also a, a whole heap of fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Get a t- get a T-shirt for the lady. Get high in the parking lot. Sure. <laughs> We're gonna have turkey legs. I should mention that. <laughs> You're just gonna throw them out to the audience. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, do- you should get one of those cannons. <gasps> yes. Oh, but instead of T-shirts, it shoots turkey legs. And then a corn hose. We just hit the future of entertainment. <laughs> just blast them with a corn hose. It's not going to get any better than this. If you want to share your message on Jordan Jesse Go, uh, it's MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If you want to advertise on Jordan Jesse Go, email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. 
We'll be back in just a second. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Susan Orlean, queen of the night. <laughs> she is. Good nickname. Darkness surrounds her. I'm warming up. Literally physically warming up. Sure. It is hot. It's very yeah. hot. Very hot. Hot in here. Um, hey, listen. When something momentous happens to you, our audience, like let's say you're at the basketball game and you catch a turkey leg, <laughs> uh, we want you to give us a call. Our phone number, 206-984-4FUN. Who knows? You might be the next guest in our signature segment, Momentous Occasions. Let's take our first call. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. This is Pam from Milwaukee. And I'm calling you from Aurora Sinai Emergency Room because I think I broke my wrist at my fourth week of roller derby practice. Keep it real, dude. That's why you got to wear wrist guards. Got to wear wrist guards. Sorry. Got to, got to, got to. You might not think it looks cool, Pam. But I don't know. You can add a little roller derby style to it. Put yeah. a put a put a skull on there. Yeah. Put a Dia de los Muertos skull on there. Yeah, that's the answer. Get yourself some hoop earrings and a Dia de, Dia de los Muertos skull. Yeah, and some kind of chola based pun, <laughs> and you're in business. You got it. Yeah, done. Wonder what okay. a roller derby name is. That seems like that should be a part of it. any roller derby based call should include what your name is. That's I a think. role from here on out. Yeah. I just made friends with someone whose real name sounds like a porn name. Wolf Blitzer? <laughs> no, I, I – it's just something where I, I thought <laughs> – is that his porn name? <laughs> it is. No. He, weirdly, he did porn as Frank Smith, which is <laughs> – oh, his porn name is Wolf Penis. But you know what? There, that's almost refreshing. Yeah. yeah. No, um, that's true. And he's he, like, hey, I don't need a – I don't need some crazy name right. to announce me. I let the fucking do the talking. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, I mean, he had a monstrous, mm-hmm. glistening, sure. rock-hard schlong. Sure. You know, so you can't, ultimately, there's nothing to oh, complain about. so that's about. where the Frank... Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's that's not a little bit of a pun. It's yeah. a little bit of yeah, a pun. Yeah, a little, but it's subtle. so subtle. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's classy. Yeah. He's a, well, he's a classy guy. <laughs> well, Flitzer. Yeah. No, yeah. Sorry, who, was your, who did you meet that had the... Porn name? I'm not at liberty to say, oh. but it was a it was very much a porny sounding name. <sighs> yeah. Thank God I don't you want to embarrass this her. This up, but... Susan. <laughs> no. It was Mandalik Del Barco, wasn't it? <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Was it Ophabia Quizarte? <laughs> I just sometimes sit and say those NPR names. Mm. What Netta proportion? Yeah. What proportion of NPR hosts do you think at some point have done porn? I say twenty <laughs> percent. Well, yeah, I mean uh, higher. Know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get off you get off the bus from, yep. you know, Buttfuck, Ohio. Right. You're in the big city. You want to make it as an NPR. In anal. <laughs> yeah, because you lived tell- in yeah. Buttfuck, Iowa. Um, you know, and you want to be on the arts desk. Right. You want to be the, you know, senior Mideast correspondent. Right. But those jobs are hard to get. It's a there's a barrier to entry. Sure, it's all about who you know. Right, you gotta make a little scratch. And you're a good looking lady, like K. John Sermack. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, I once saw a pretty amazing porn f- uh, flick, which is what I think. Oh, one of them <laughs> stag films, huh? A blue movie, you say? <laughs> Starring Don Gagne. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gagne. Yeah. Mm. It was. It, it but was they're, you know, they're porn, their sexual grunts are so relaxing. <laughs> they got yeah. those voices. Yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah. I found, I was watching a movie that starred Guy Ross. Mm-hmm. And I liked the look of him. Mm-hmm. I liked the way he fucked. Mm-hmm. I, I thought he was a little inquisitive. Yeah, sure. His line of questioning I wasn't sure oh about. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's our next call? Oh, I think I'm going to die. <laughs> Don't die. <laughs> We're held liable. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and uh, guest. Um, calling with the momentous occasion. My name is Brian from West Virginia. Um, so I'm, ex- I'm an exterminator, and I was at uh, someone's house. Um, you know, doing the the thing you do as an exterminator. And I was in a bedroom of this man's wife who was not home. Um, and I saw a lot of pictures of her with a little chimp. And, uh, I turned around, uh, from that bedroom and saw what I first thought was a taxidermied chimp. Um, it's really freaked me out. But then I thought, you know, it's probably just a stuffed chimp until her husband came into the room um, and said, hey there, you like my freeze-dried chimp? (laughs) To which I replied, uh, to which he replied, yeah, he was like a grandson to, to my wife. He was in his cage one day and he had like a piece of string or something. And and just hung himself, so we had him taxidermied. Um, I was really scared. I still kind of am, um, and I'm I'm leaving this house fairly quickly. Um, but just thought you guys would enjoy that. All right, thanks. Holy shit! Jesus Christ! This guy live in a John Waters movie. <laughs> Wait, was he calling from the house? From, from inside the house. <laughs> um, it kind of sounded that is like so it. so weird. Wow. That, you know what? That's what you should get for your cat. You a know, stuffed chimp <laughs> yeah. to climb on. I feel like weird shit goes down in West Virginia. Oh, yeah. I've been to West Virginia. It's a beautiful country. But people are freeze-drying chimps. People, Because the thing is, is you got like, you got, it's heavily forested. You got rolling country, mm-hmm. and you got meth labs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can hide anything in sure. there. That's People insane. just go there to do their own thing. Yeah, yeah. Away from the prying eyes of Barack Hussein Obama. You're telling me and that his guy drones. Jeez, that guy. That guy. He probably has a freeze dried chimp or two. I like the idea. I guess I'm kind of, I was kind of just like picturing the photos, and I like the idea of someone taking their chimp to like Sears to get the portrait made. They're <laughs> in front of like that, just like ivory background. What's amazing to me about this is how disturbing does a dead animal story have to be to upset a professional exterminator? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's true. This my is job not... is to kill animals. Yeah, uh, that's funny. Oh, uh, what was he scared of? I wonder. Ghosts? Ghost chimp? I mean, I think oh. those pet chimps are Mortality? dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, or maybe string accidents? Pe- it's yeah. like it's like you know that uh it's like that uncanny valley, you know? It's like how they're like they're like people but they're not quite people, but then if they commit suicide, <laughs> 
Then it really fucks you up. Here's the question. God, I'm really upset right now. Was it an accident or was it suicide? Yeah, hard to say. I mean, yeah, some chimps have just like depression that goes untreated. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. They don't seek help. I need because they don't have language. Yeah. If I'm gonna have to deal with this level of fucking monkey feelings, yeah. I need the next scene to star Babe. <laughs> you know, having it, some monkey feelings. Yeah. No. If there's monkey, there's a whole fucking shitload of weird, creepy monkey feelings, mm-hmm. and I need the next one to have a steadfast hero that I can believe in, like Babe. Hmm. Anyway, that's what made Babe Pig in the James City Franco? work so well. <laughs> yeah. So sure. James Franco or John Lithgow. Yeah, I'll take them. Yeah. Yeah, why not? We got one more call, Brian? One more call. Let's hear it. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, friends. Mrs. Occasion for today is uh, I was work downtown Minneapolis. I was in a Macy's using the bathroom, walk in. First thing that hits me is this wave of awful smell, and there is a grown man washing his clothes in the sink. Uh not that I haven't seen it before, but this guy had his pants around his ankles. Everything was out. Penis, balls, while he was washing his underwear in the sink. He looked at me, I looked at him, I peed, I left. Pretty cool. You just went in there and peed, huh? Yeah. Pretty good. That's gutsy. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I had to, I opened the door, I see some balls, I turn around, I head back out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Browse yeah, browse around in women's shoes for a little bit. I'm not I mean, look, you need a place to wash your underpants, go to town. Sure. Uh but Macy's I'm a, is probably pretty good. It's probably one of the cleaner bathrooms you can go into. Hey, I used to work at Macy's. I kept the bathrooms pretty clean. Rock solid. Okay. But I mean, it's no bathroom at Neiman Marcus, but you know. Hey, come on. Don't get classist. That's Sorry. a different price point. Sorry. I'm a discerning hobo. <laughs> I only wash my filthy unders at Barney's, Barney's Neiman Marcus. Or I just have it done at Brooks Brothers. <laughs> have them take them in a little bit. Um, yeah. I mean, I, the thing that it, I would probably use the ladies' room mm-hmm. before I would use the bathroom while a nude man was a foul-smelling sure. nude man was washing his garments. And again, I say go to town washing your garments. People have a difficult time finding a place to wash their clothes. Wash it wherever the fuck you want. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, better than having dirty clothes, I guess. Yeah, but I don't want to be there. I mean, I just maybe advice to public bathroom sink clothes washers. Have a you know pair of basketball shorts or sweatpants that you wear while you're washing your clothes so your dick's not out. I the rest mean, of the so time, much less terrifying. The rest of the time you can wear them as a sort of headdress. Yes, there you go. <laughs> to shield you from the sun. Yeah. Okay. And if, the prying drones of Barack Hussein Obama. If you want to share something with us, uh, you can call us at 206-984-4FUN. Not just momentous occasions. You can share a moment of shame <laughs> with us if something horrible happens to you. Or just your thoughts. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Maybe we won't play those, but if you just want to ramble into the phone, sure. What are your thoughts on current affairs? Let Sonny D know. She's the one that listens to the calls. (laughs) 206-984-4FUN is the number. JJGO at MaximumFun.org is our email address. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go.
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Susan Orlean, queen of the night. Susan, it's been a joy to have you on the program. Thank my you favorite so much night. for It's my favorite Night Ranger us. song. <laughs> thank, thank you. This has been illuminating. Susan, <laughs> you have... We try. You have cemented your reputation as the fun one amongst America's uh, nonfiction literati. Thank you. I take that as a gigantic compliment. I mean, people, look, any, you ask some book dorkus <laughs> who's got a good Twitter feed, they're going to tell you Susan Orlean, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, now she's locked down the rep. Because once you're on Jordan Jesse Go, this is the thinking man's 100 minutes of bullshit. <laughs> sure. I'm proud. A lot of high rollers I'm, listen to this show. Yeah, Fucking Dan know, Kennedy proud. is listening right now. Hi, Dan. Hey, Dan. I enjoyed your debut novel. Yeah. It's real good. I've had a blast, and I also think that we're on the brink of really cashing in on our dreams. We had – I mean, we had at least three solid fortune-making ideas on this show. Oh. Just to recap real quick. I know we're we're wrapping up, but I just want to recap. What do we have? Uh, Sauna-based web series. Sure. That is shot mainly – uh, in Norse countries. What what was the basis of the web series? Uh, us us in a sauna. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry a sauna. I <laughs> gotcha. Sorry, I. But you, uh, yeah, and the, need to enunciate better. Yeah. I'm thinking like that sounds like a word I know, but, but uh, it's a little <laughs> off. Yeah, it's not quite right. Uh, what else did we have? A, a cocktail bar where the cocktails are made from. Debunked novelty sodas. Yeah, particularly transparent ones. Sure, <laughs> but also new Coke. Yeah, and. The, the winner, the drum roll. Yeah. Ham Hynasty. Ham Hynasty. Two Harley handlebars that you stick on either sides of a ham so you can walk around a fair and eat it. Dear Netscape <laughs> Navigator creator Mark Andreessen, <laughs> please write us a check for $100. <laughs> we want to buy a mule. We had some business ideas, but we said, fuck it. We just want to buy a mule and have him pull a cart Susan, while we do lewds in the desert. Susan, what's your next big writing project? What are people looking forward to? If they Let's say they've, they've got some sense and they've already read Rin Tin Tin, your, your most recent nonfiction book. I am working on a book about the Los Angeles Central Library. Oh. And the, I'm not going to lie to you. That sounds really boring. <laughs> I know. I know. About the arson fire that burned it down in 1986. Ooh. Yeah. So Do you think Richard Reardon did it for the insurance money? <laughs> yeah. He, t- he actually confessed to me. It's going gonna, it's gonna it's gonna, to blow this gonna blow book off the shelves. Yeah. No, it's a crazy weird story. And also, I love the challenge of saying – you think a book about libraries is boring? Well, I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs> and you know what? The New Yorker, I think, is still free on the internet right now. Till October. So, you know, you can go on the internet, read uh, Susan's article about horse ebooks. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. That blew the lid off of that. <laughs> You're yeah. blowing all sorts of lids off yeah, things. I'm Take just that, horse blowing. ebooks. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, <laughs> we all are. Yeah. Jordan just got back from Burning Man. <laughs> sure. Um, okay, uh, that's all I got. Sonny D on the boards, Mr. Brian Fernandez. Oh, shit. You know what we got? What? We got two laser die cut uh, 
pictures of ourselves. <laughs> Great. Made out of wood. Uh-huh. That a listener made us. Terrific. Uh, now, obviously, he was nice enough to include in his note to us, and I don't have his name handy, but I did send him a thank you note. I'm not ungrateful. He was nice enough to include in his note to us that w- we didn't have to keep them. Mm-hmm. We just throw them away. Uh, but they're kind of neat. There you go. I bet somebody would like them. Don't you think somebody out there would like them? I think so. Someone with beautiful decor I think all you, wants to make it worse. All you have to do is uh, email jjgo at org. put your address, mailing mm-hmm. address in there, and um, uh, mention whether you're a donor. Mm-hmm. First two, do- two An first organ two donor? Yeah, yes. well, organ donors only. <laughs> uh, first two donors get them. Great. We'll send them you to don't you have in a the contest? mail. What should the contest be? Well, I figured only two people, up to two yeah, people, that's would want probably them. a good. I mean, who wants woodcut faces of us? Probably only two people. It's our faces. It's <laughs> well, our faces cut out of wood. I think sure. you're you're maybe you know yeah flattering I... yourself. So maybe one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you want two? <laughs> We're just gonna put both of these in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. JJ go at, at maximumfund.org. Great. Send it in. You know, if you if you don't, we'll just we'll just put you on the Lands End catalog mailing list. <laughs> sure. If you don't win. Uh, Sunny D on the boards. Our free, our theme music is "Love You," courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Shout out to all the folks talking about Jordan Jesse Go on the internet on our Facebook group, on forum.maximumfun.org. Lots of cool chatter. You're going to mm-hmm. hang out with Smart Bunny there. Yeah. Want to hang out with Smart Bunny? Sounds like fun. Forum.maximumfun.org. Hit that up. On the Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash maximumfun. It's a good place to hang out. No nude pics of your favorite celebs. That's a rule on our fucking sure. subreddit. And no Pokemon shit. And no Pokemon <laughs> shit. So there's two rules. It's... <laughs> Alienated you know, us from over ninety five percent of the Reddit community. <laughs> right. I just, I just erased that bookmark. <laughs> <laughs> you were looking for nude Pikachu pics. <laughs> you were looking at a Pika. You were looking for a Pika Pikachu. Mm. <laughs> uh, our theme music, "Love You" by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. We'll talk to you online and next week on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.